There was once a, um, a wise old man and um, his young nephew comes to, to visit this man. The nephew is sad. And so the, so the, the wise man asks his nephew, you know, what happened? Why are you sad? So the nephew says, you know what? I suffered a setback and I think I'm, I will not be able to fulfill my goals. And so he asked this, this uncle of his, you know, do you have any advice for me? What do I do? So the, um, so the wise man told him, you know what? You know, take me to this hill. So there's a hill close by. You, you take me there. Obviously, this, this nephew of his he knew about the hill, but he also knew that the road to the hill was difficult and hard. But he agreed. He agreed to help his uncle uh, lead him to this hill. So, so they went along this road, difficult. They finally reached that hill. And now the, the wise man tells his nephew, you know what, I, I want to climb this hill. Well, the nephew is surprised because he's old and, you know, uh, it's, it's not going to be easy climbing up the hill. But he says, okay, well, I will, I will help you. And, and with great difficulty, they start walking and he's walking. And then the old man at certain points cannot, you know, get himself up. So this young nephew of his decides to carry him. And, and finally, after a lot of trouble, they reach the top of the hill. And, and at this point, this, this young nephew of his, he's happy. He's, he's um, you know, you see a sense of joy in his face. The, the wise man tells his young nephew, do you remember, um, do you remember as a, as a little boy, you used to cry? Um, so he said, yes, I, I do remember that moment. Um, you know, he used to play with a lot of other friends of his and they would tease him, this little boy, that he would never be able to climb this hill, this particular hill that, that he had now reached the top of. It was famously called the Mount Everest. Um, you know, uh, the children used to call it the Mount Everest. And so the, the wise man um, tells the, his young nephew, so, so how did you do this? Now, you're now here, here you are at the top of this hill. How did you do it? said, I, I just grew up. I'm, I'm stronger. I'm more fitter now. He's been transformed into this young man who has strength. And as he said that, the young man got his answer, um, his advice that he was looking for. Our theme for today's um, readings is Transformation. We're, on, we're in the second Sunday of Lent, and it's all about transformation. In our first reading, we hear about Abram being transformed into Abraham, the father of nations, the father of faith. We see in the gospel, Jesus being transformed in his heavenly glory, shining 
at the Mount of Transfiguration. So what happens in our first reading? In our first reading, we hear Abram, God tells Abram, go forth from the land of your kinsfolk, folk, from a land that you're comfortable, from the land of your ancestors, um, to a land that I will show you. Go. And we know that Abraham listens to God. He says, I mean, God tells us, there's going to be many blessings. You're going to get a lot of things. And he listens. He's obedient. He goes. It's, um, it's, an, incredible, it's an incredible story because we call Abraham today the father of faith. You know, he's the model of faith. You know, faith is, Christian faith is an adventure, right? It's kind of, this kind of going forth. Uh, but not any kind of adventure. We may have our understanding of adventure. We may be adventurous. Some of us may be here adventurous, trying new things, you know, you know kind of taking risks, sometimes undue risks. Um, but that is not what adventure is. That's not what Christian faith is. You know, Christian faith is real adventure. And real adventure has three characteristics. The invitation to go on the journey, the invitation to adventure comes from the outside. You don't plan it, right? You don't control it. It's an invitation. You say yes to it. That is real adventure. A real adventure is something that's important. It's not trivial, right? It's not, it's not like racing on, on the highway or the parkway. Right? That's not adventure. Um, but it's, it's, it's real, it's a matter of importance. Abraham, in him saying yes and going along, it was important. Right? It changed the course of the Israelites. And real adventure also has struggles. It is, it is not comfortable. It has suffering. Right? That is real adventure. We see this in the movies. You know, the heroes kind of, you know, doing great stuff. And in the end, they're victorious. We, we kind of, you know, look at the victory, but we forget that they had to go through a lot of hardship, difficulty, um, before they were able to achieve um, victory. So how did, how did Abraham do it? How did Abraham transform, Abraham transformed Abraham into this father of faith? By being obedient to God, right? That's, what, that's how the first reading ends. He was obedient to God. He followed what God told him. In our, in our gospel, again, was it easy? It was not easy. I'm sure he had to go through a lot of hardships. And therefore, in today's second reading, we see St. Paul telling us, bear your share of hardship for the gospel with the strength that comes from God. You know, bear it. You know, man up. You know, mature. Get mature in your faith. You know, you've got to go through hardship. Right? Uh, transformation is not easy. You cannot just transform into somebody else you know, without putting any effort. And God um, calls us to holiness, to be a saint. You know, that's his end goal, right? He wants us to become a better version of ourselves. In the gospel today, we, we have Jesus calling three apostles, you know, Peter, James, and John. You know, why did he call only the three and not everybody else? Well, because but they, they were the closest to him, right? I mean, we know Peter just loved Jesus. 
we know what he goes on to say, you know, the famous words that I will never, everybody can leave you, but I will not leave you. And we know what happens to that. Um, John, John is the apostle that Jesus loved, right? The most. And James kind of represents, you know, what true love should lead to, you know? James ends up becoming first among the apostles who dies for the faith. So, so Jesus takes them up and, um, and obviously, you know, he reveals himself to them and, and you know, and, and they are like, hey, let's just stay here. You know, let's, let's stay on this mountain. You know, we're going to build a tent. We're going to live here. This is beautiful. This is great. But what does Jesus tell them? No, we've got to go back. We're not going to stay here on the top, right? I know that this is beautiful. This is nice, but we have to go back, right? What happens right after transfiguration? You know, what is Jesus kind of leading to? To the cross, to his passion. And it's also an indication to their own life, to the lives of the apostles, to the lives of us our, as disciples. We cannot remain on this high point, right? Um, you know, this kind of spiritual ecstasy, everything's going good, but it has to lead us to the cross, right? Um, Jesus tells us, if you want to be my disciple, you've got to carry your cross and then follow me. You know, we all need to have a cross that we are carrying. You know, going down the mountain means that we're going and embracing the cross. Um, and again, we hear those words that, that uh, you know, Heavenly Father telling the apostles, the voice that tell, listen to him. You know, it's, there's only two occasions where the Heavenly Father is speaking. Um, one was a baptism, you know, this is my beloved son. But what is different today is that he says, listen to him, listen to him, right? That is, that is very important. If you want to be transformed, we've got to listen to Christ, right? Not our, our, not our own voices, our own desires, but the voice of Christ. I um, recently had a conversation with a young boy who was telling me that, you know, he has, you know, this is a young boy, right? Um, he was telling me that he has, uh, he's, a, he's a teenager, okay? Um, he was telling me that he has issues with anger, okay? And, um, and he was telling me, you know what, Father, what, what I do when I get angry? And I come here to church, right? I meditate here in church. How long do you do it? 30 minutes, I'm here in church. Is that, does that help you? Yes, I'm transformed. I become calm at the end of it. For this is transformation, daily life. You know, young boy is undergoing, right? Um, you and I can experience that transformation, right? Um, here today, um, Christ is leading you and me to this mountain, to this mountain of transfiguration, where he's going to reveal himself in the, in the body and uh, in, the, in the bread and wine, you know, being transformed in this body and blood. What are we going to do, right? Are we going to get distracted, you know, or are we going to be transformed like the apostles, right? There cannot be anything else more important today than what is going to happen here at the altar, right? If you're truly focused, if you're truly open, we can be transformed here today into somebody that God wants us to be. If you're coming here with anger, we can go back more calm. 
If you're coming here with selfishness, we can go back being more selfless. If you're coming here with unforgiveness, we can go back becoming more forgiving. If you're coming here with your laziness, we can go back becoming a little bit more diligent and disciplined. This transformation can happen here today. This is our invitation. Pope Francis in his message um, of Lent 2023 says to deepen our knowledge of the master, we must allow ourselves to be taken aside by him and to detach ourselves from mediocrity and vanity. Right? If you want to know him, we've got to allow ourselves to be taken away. Um, you know, and we can do this in our daily life. You know, every day, you know, we have a lot of things going on. Do we take time? Do we set aside a little bit of time, even if that means one minute, to be with God? Just one minute, right? If we want to know Jesus, if we want to know our master, we've got to do that. We've got to love him to transform us. Even one minute can be magical, right? Uh, God can use that. So, um, so let us make that commitment today. You know, we cannot live mediocre lives. We cannot live the way we are living right now. We have to be transformed. Um, this, is, this is why Jesus came, to transform us, to transform us into saints, ultimately. So let us um, say yes to God's um, power to transform us. Um, let us climb this mountain, mountain uh, this mount of transfiguration that he will take us today and, and be transformed.